other legal states, the U.S. government, that you're very aware of the money, which I really appreciate that comment. But what would I do as an educator to channel my students to a place where they can find out or have access to resources that talk about appropriate money? Because I think I try to model it in class, but there are a lot of times I think they need so much more than that. And I'm not always sure where I can send them as a good, credible, to a good, credible source or resource for language just so they can become more aware of things that they say just and how hurtful certain terms I was going to say, and, and Ricky and I just conferred a little bit on that. One of the places I go to, and I go to periodically, and plus they send me emails, and the great thing for teachers is they do all this stuff free, okay? You don't have to give them any money. Is teachingtolerance.org, which is part of the Southern Poverty Law Center, uh, started by Morris Dees, and they have a program called Mix It Up, where you actually go out of your comfort zone and sit with a group at lunch that you don't particularly care for or that you don't know, that kind of thing. But they're very good at inclusive language. They have lesson plans out there talking about heterosexism, talking about language, talking about how you deal with that kind of stuff. And it's, it runs the gamut from uh, K to 12. And I've actually used some of the stuff in my university experience class here that I teach here with some of my freshmen which uh, helps them a lot, too, to think outside the box, because they come with all those things to the college campus, so, which we, we well know. So but that's probably the best place to go, because like I said, everything is free. You can sign up to get their, what is a quarterly magazine or biannual kind of a thing, and it's all free. All you get to do is re-sign up every year. So, Can I add to that? Um, another resource is GLSEN, Gay Lesbian Education Network. Um, it's glsen.org. They have a lot of stuff, too. Um, and you also have a Hillsboro Glisten, and Pinellas has Pinellas Glisten. So you also have a local Glisten um, organization, too. And some, the Glisten organization in Pinellas County helps fund many of the activities for um, our GSAs over in Pinellas. So there are lots of different um, portions of support there when you go to tolerance.org or Glisten or some of those others. I'd be happy to get a list I was going to say, there's, there's also Campus Pride, which is more geared more toward university students, which is a very good organization. And they have a lot of information also. Martha. <laughs> I know her name. So. <laughs> She's one of my UE students. That's the only reason I remember. <laughs> I'm an education student. Um, I forgot your name. What was your name? Paul. Paul. Okay. Um, I was curious to know what your course of action was when the fundamentalist churches and everything started protesting wearing the shirts like what what did you do like as a I'm going to be a teacher eventually but um, I'm just wondering like what you do in those situations like the case of the group that disagrees it was weird, um, but people do have the right to disagree, and uh, that's I guess a good thing. You know, you don't want to take that away, um, especially because I had some of the people wearing those shirts in my own classes, and I just pretended I didn't see them because it's my job to teach everybody. Yeah. You know, and I just had to look around. That that was that was hard. That was that was hard, and I'll and I'll be very honest with you. I went home that day and I cried. There was a lot of negative energy that day. Uh, I, I just remembered um, someone came into my classroom that morning and handed me an apple and it had a Bible verse tied to the stem on it and it said, you know, we're praying for you and um, it's okay, thank you and I put the apple in the garbage and then someone came in with a whole box of these apples 
and then said, they were praying for you. And I said, okay. And I took a whole box of apples and I dumped them in the garbage. And then someone came in with a gift certificate from 7-Eleven or gift card for praying for you, you know, because I'm some sort of evil ringleader or something, you know. We're praying for you. And I said, okay, thank you. And I threw that in the garbage, you know. But it was like, you know, it was just really weird because I'm in portable. I'm far away from the, the building, you know. So I guess it was like anyone there could come in, you know. And um, it was it was strange. But, you know, it's, it's a matter of, I guess, how these folks were interpreting the Bible or what they, and that's fine. But um, it was really just uh, letting the day go by, but also knowing that um, as I stand outside and hold the door open for my students to come in, for every few white shirts I saw, I saw some of the black shirts walking by, and I also know that, you know, this didn't work. White is seen as pure and good, and black is seen as dark and evil. You know, that's that was the the mindset up to them. And I was like, no, this this can't be done like this. You know, but at the same time, I'm also in theological school in in a denomination, another another mainline denomination, to um, become a minister, obviously in the theological left wing. You know, so. It was right after that that I sent in my application to go to seminary and um, was like, this cannot be what Christianity is. And that following year, um, a fundamentalist teacher on campus set up a Christian club. It's supposed to be student-led, that's federal law. Um, but I was told by another teacher on campus that she set up this Christian club in response to the GSA being in existence on campus. And I am under the impression that religious oriented clubs have to be, you know, have to come from the students. And so I don't know what the, the Federal Equal Access Act says on that, but how can that be the only expression of anything like that on campus? And so um, of course, then you know another English te an English teacher and I founded another one with some students in response to that. You know, so um, and uh, so we have a liberal one and a conservative one that exist on campus now. And um, but anyway, the the it's it's hard because we still have these two dueling Christian clubs, one that has GSA members and one that doesn't. It's weird. Can I add something real quick? You know, having been growing up a Jewish person, I remember when there was a time that it was okay to have, you know, put signs up, no Jews allowed, no this allowed. But, you know, I don't think on any college campus today that would be tolerated by any administration anywhere for even a second. Yet, it still seems like anti-gay organizations are still given a position of legitimate opinion. In other words, these organizations can form and can be seen as legitimate organizations, but if you set up a, say, a American Nazi party on campus, it, you know, it wouldn't, with the purpose of religious discrimination, you know, it's hard for me to see this being accepted as a legitimate social group on campus. They exist, but not on campus. So we have two of ways to go yet. Um, I was struck by something that Tyler said in the beginning about 
equality and differences. Yes. And, and, it's, and I don't know, maybe all, all of you could, could address this, but as the rest of you spoke, you talked about the groups to support and so forth. But what about the request to be included in the curriculum? Because it seemed like that's what Tyler was saying, that teachers are trying to make everybody the same. You know, and our kind of conventional norm is, you know, European, white, English-speaking, middle-class, able-bodied male. male. <laughs> and everybody right. has to live up to this. But has anybody got ideas about how we can, I think inclusive was the term you used. Yes. I thought that was really great. And I was wondering, as it went on, we got more and more into kind of exclusive. We have this for these people. And group and that group, but has anybody experienced or doing anything about inclusive equality kinds of things? Um, I, I haven't heard of any, but to me it seems like in order to get an inclusive environment for education, you're going to have to completely reconstruct education, even down to the mathematics of it, because in mathematics, you're still asking questions of people, like um, Jane, for instance, goes to a closet, and Jane is, how many takes does it, uh, hold on, let me, when, when Jane goes to her closet, she reaches in her closet for a dress, right, or something along those lines. You, you are still getting questions like that in mathematics, and it's more blatant in a history classroom when you go in and to learn history you're learning about what men have fought each other and what what they have done to change the world but it has nothing to do with that i mean uh, that's great there's a franco-prussian war that's fabulous but it, it doesn't it doesn't mean that you have to learn about a Franco-Prussian War and not about what John Smith was doing to keep himself alive as well. I mean, to me, that it's just as important to learn about what the people, what the individual people are doing to live in the world and to interact with the world in a history sense as it is what what has changed the world? What what governments have done to construct the way we live in the world? Because it it just doesn't seem to make sense that way. And I know that might have been a little jumbled and confused, but I hope. No, I think you got the point because I just happened to see a video that one thing really left me about out of the past. And one of the things that really struck me was that the man in the civil rights movement, responsible for the strategy that kind of pulled you know, Martin Luther King to the top, was an openly gay man, but his name couldn't be used. We don't have it in history. Right. Uh, and at one time he was asked to withdraw from the movement because his presence was going to cause all this trouble. Well, then when they did the March on Washington, they had to call him for You know, I mean, I've been through more school than anybody needs to be through. <laughs> <laughs> and, 